My name is Erin Weideman, and you are listening to Heroes for Her. This series features candid conversations with real women who strive to balance their professional acumen with their personal values. Join me as I interview positive female role models who are working hard, loving others, and inspiring the next generation of girls to serve their unique purpose. Hi, everybody, and welcome to today's episode of Heroes for Her. I usually start off by introducing my guest and reading their bio, but today is a special day because I have two guests who are very special to me in the studio. Normally, I do podcasts alone in our studio, but my guests today are my amazing life partner and husband, Brent Weideman, and Jessica Delgado. And those of you who know Jess from episode one, you remember who Jess is, so Jess, just say hi. Hi! So we're here today, guys, and we're pumped because today marks the 25th episode of Heroes for Her, and it just so happens that it's it's occurring at the end of our birthday week for Bible Bells. We launched Bible Bells as a company one year ago this week, and so many amazing things have happened since then that we thought it would be cool to get together in a room and just, I have some questions prepared and we're just going to have sort of a light, fun, funny conversation because that's what we do as this mighty team of three that that runs the Bible Bell ship. But we thought it'd be cool to just include everybody who's listening and share some stories from how crazy this past year has been and just where we started to where we are now. So I'm so happy that you guys are here with us. Thank you. We're happy to be here. So jumping into our first question, first question is for you, my darling. So I get to tell this story a lot, but for the people who are listening that don't know, will you just talk a little bit about how Bible Bells got started? Way, way back, we were in the parking lot of church, leaving church, trying to figure out what to get our niece Hannah for her birthday. We wanted to get her something that was not just a, you know, anything. Just And so we, you, excuse me, you had the brilliant idea of simplifying the version of Hannah from the Bible where she got her name from and turning that into a book for her, which I very, very poorly illustrated the the cover of it i'm glad that this is a podcast and not a tv interview because they would require me to show that cover and i still haven't seen that cover. good you're not going to you're Wait, in, going in the to. same breath too like i'm i'm still looking for that cover like, i know it's buried in some emails together and, and like when i find it we have to something magical is going to happen yes but there's there really are no words to describe that like billowy dressed clown-faced woman you're such a gifted <laughs> artist not, but like i'm a, I'm, I'm a painter i'm not an illustrator <laughs> it's it's really the record. it's really beautiful picture yeah okay so so you we put this book together and gave it to hannah and then what happened from there well she just was she loved it she just didn't realize that her name came from the bible and we just were were surprised from this she could name everything about every disney princess but you know really didn't couldn't name more than what Mary and Mary, I think. Mm-hmm. And this is, you know, a girl that had been to Awana, goes to Awana, goes to Sunday school, comes from a Christian family. And we were shocked by this. But as we kind of continued on this journey, we really realized that this is very common. So if you think about, you know, just just starting off with an idea and then we just described to you the interesting prototype, like the first version of the first Hannah book. 
walk us through, like take us through. So after after prototype, and then we decided, okay, we sort of pivoted and created Rooney as a frame character, and then decided to actually produce the thing ourselves and and go page by page and and get that finished product of like what Hannah is now. Can you talk a little bit about the launch of our first book? So we did that last October, 2015, which was not too long ago. Like I said, lots happened this year. So will you just talk about how we launched that book, when they were delivered, just what, what that process was like for you? Well, I love that all of these companies say, oh, we started in our garage. And the fact of the matter, we were in a 900 square foot condo then, and we had to beg and plead uh, our friends to allow us to use their garage. So we, our startup started in someone else's garage. Thank you, Raymond's again for that <laughs> rent-free space. And so just, it's just interesting because so much has happened in, in this year and, you know, we're in an office right now and we have a garage and we have storage and like what a concept we used to like sneak it so for, for people that care. We used to sneak into the side of like the Raymond's garage late night because we needed to fulfill books that people had ordered. And we, we we weren't even like on property. We were like their neighbors. So we had to sneak over and like, like creep through their side gate and, um and open the door and like sneak books out so that we could fulfill them for people who had ordered. And this is like the early, early days, like the first books we ever sold. So, <laughs> so a few months before we launched the first book in the series, that's Hannah, the Bell of Prayer, we met Jess. And I always remember this really fondly because it was Rooney's first birthday weekend. So Brent's dad had rented this beach house and we were there decorating and it was baseball themed because I love baseball, clearly. And we met Jess and instantly knew that there was something really special about her. She is a very talented writer. She really is the glue that holds our marriage together, um, <laughs> our business partnership together. So many things Jess does as a as a team member. She's so much more than just a member of the Bible Bells team. But my question for Jess is, what were your first impressions of us? Oh, gosh. Well, Brent had a ponytail or a man bun. He had a very <laughs> respectable man bun. I do remember that. I remember thinking he was very intense because of the man bun and the tattoos. I was like, oh my gosh, who is this guy that created this like girl series or helped do that? Because obviously you guys are one half of one whole. And then, yeah, I just, I do remember thinking though before I met both of you guys that I was going to like you immediately because anybody doing this thing, like living out this mission is going to be somebody that I could get behind. Yeah, and I think we just had like really good conversation and it wasn't very surfacey it was like here let's get to the heart of this problem and here and we have not grown out of that actually we could just go on for hours about this topic but and do yeah we do <laughs> yes Jess and I like to sit over pizza and ranch dressing <laughs> dates and talk about how much we love the next generation yeah. of girls and how we want to help them it's true we do <laughs> like we're not exaggerating at all we could you could leave us there for like five hours you'd find us in the same spot talking in circles about the same thing exactly but <laughs> I do yeah I remember really liking both of you guys just immediately after I met you so hiring you was a huge milestone for mm-hmm. us because this was and I mean, it is a husband and wife like partnership and team for for a long time, especially in the early years. But starting, you know, out as a as a company and going from just like a two, I want to say two man team, but like it's a one woman, <laughs> one man team. And then hiring our first employee was a huge deal for us. So mm-hmm. what have been some of the highlights? Like that was a highlight for us is getting that hire yeah. done. What have been some of the highlights of your job so far? Highlights of my job. Let me think. There's so many. Like, we have had so much fun doing this together. 
I think when you guys move to a bigger space and the prospect of like me coming on full time could actually work. <laughs> um, I think that was a highlight. I think I think la- the launch of each book has been one of the bigger highlights just because like this is like officially coming out into the world. It's like no longer living in our computers anymore. It's like out. So I think the launch of Hannah and Esther has been probably our big- my biggest highlight. I loved those. And I want to stay on highlights too because I think, you know, part of this birthday reflection is also a celebration. Like so many amazing things have happened. Launching two books, the third one comes out at Christmas. Babe, what have been some of the highlights for you? I think one big highlight being from Maryland and and I'm an insane Baltimore Ravens fan is having when uh, Steve and Angie Smith, Steve's my, my favorite wide receiver of the Ravens, <laughs> when they posted about Esther, uh, during our Esther launch on their Instagram, that was a pretty big wow and pretty surreal moment. I think, I think that the more weighty things though are when I when I am able to talk with parents that reach out to us via email or over the phone and really get to to talk with them about what they're struggling with and how this is a problem that they're trying to address and how we're a solution to to that and how. It's just amazing when someone gets it and when someone's appreciative and reaches out and just talks to us about how it's impacted their life, especially when it's a guy and, and I'm a dad and when another dad you know, reaches out to us and says that. So I would definitely say that's a highlight for me too. I can't tell you how special it is for me to get letters or mm-hmm. just like a quick email or a note, like a Facebook message from somebody that says, what you're doing really matters in my house. It's super encouraging. It's super encouraging. And it's, there's so many hard things with doing this. So many just grueling, grueling things day in and day out. And just getting a word of encouragement is so, it's just, it's so incredible. And that sort of brings me to my next question, because we are in startup mode. Like we are a startup. We're a new company. Like, like I said, you know, we're turning one this week. So it's not, we've not been around a long time. So we're trying to build something that's really going to be meaningful for years to come and that can be can be a real struggle it's like all hands on deck over yeah. here and I know we've made Jess do like a lot of weird stuff so Jess's job is to provide like amazing writing content she handles our blog and social media and just a lot of amazing talents and gifts that Jess has we've also made her do like a lot of stuff that <laughs> she's probably like okay do I have to do that though like that's interesting so Jess I just want to sort of put you on the spot right now like is there anything oh, interesting that we've made you do that you were like less than less than super pumped about well sometimes I have to act as your guys's marriage counselor like you know (laughs) no I'm totally kidding you guys you guys do a very good job maybe okay so one time we had to go to the Azusa Now conference and we all stayed in an Airbnb together (laughs) and it was like this like one bedroom kind of loft thing like the bedroom was very close to like where I was sleeping on the couch and we were up super early in the morning what time did we get there we got there I think we woke up at like four it was so early like oh I could not even keep my eyeballs open but somehow I managed and then we we let you nap in the car just for the record We like make Jess work an 18 hour day and like not give her a break. No, but like we're not, you guys not those did people. that. And like what time did we leave? We left at like 11, 10 or 11. 11. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So that was like back. probably one of the most insane things. And like I'm not a particularly like charismatic person. So being there was like 
super interesting for me, but it was it was an experience of a lifetime. That was really When cool. I look into your eyes though, I really do feel like you're just oozing charisma. <laughs> that is that's one of the things I feel like daily I say to myself, like Jess, could you like haul, like haul the charisma back just a little bit? <laughs> no, but in all seriousness, we love you so much and you have totally revolutionized if I can use that word just the dynamic the dynamic between us is like the two people in charge of this company mm. but it, it's been such a blessing for us to like have you be on this journey with us and really be contributing in a meaningful way because yeah. it's it's been at least world changing for me Absolutely. I, I, you could talk about that too and just what Jess is what it's meant having Jess here it's nice to have another person that believes in the mission that that we are doing um, this is so important there's not much out there that's battling against the narrative that's bombarding our girls daily and to have not just you know another person on board but you're you're a younger millennial and to have that kind of insight and your wisdom and just your your spiritual maturity it's just it's absolutely incredible and you're a huge asset you guys stop you're making me blush So last question, and it's sort of a joint question for both Brent and Jess. So we, each of us has just enormously different experiences and roles in our life. Like I'm a wife and mom and a former teacher and you're, you know, you've coached lacrosse and been super involved in Young Life, Jess, and just, you know, trying to find your feet as a writer and just, you know, trying to explore the things that God has for you. And, and Brent, you've worked so many different jobs and just in your dad now, and we've both lived or we've all lived just these very wildly different experiences. Mm -hmm. So my question as we sort of shoot toward wrapping up the episode, and I'm just gonna let you guys comment individually, what has being a part of Bible Bells meant to you? And how has taking on this responsibility changed you or affected you personally? I think it's made me more aware. And, you know, I'm not obviously a girl, but... (laughs) It is obvious. (laughs) (laughs) This still is an issue that I truly believe in. And I, there, the neat thing is on this journey, I've met so many dads that, that feel the same way. And, you know, this is so important. And this is having a two-year-old daughter is just so personal for me. And I am on the, uh, the front lines. And I'm just, I'm, a, I'm a, such a cheerleader of what you're doing, Aaron, um, outside of Bible Bells as well. And this, I just have never felt more called to do anything in my entire life. And, and I think that just because it's girl focus, it's still super, it's still super important to me as a male. Yeah. I think, I think God broke my heart for like younger girls a long time ago. And I think that, that I like praise him for that because I think that I don't have you ever heard like somebody ask you that question, like, what makes you angry? And I think the thing that makes me the most angry is that girls grow up in this world where like they are almost encouraged to like not know what the true definition of beauty is and not know like their worth and not know that there is a God who loves them beyond all measure. And I think that makes me the most angry because like that thought and that lie, like it just infects the rest of their life. And someone once told me a long time ago, like the thing that makes you the most angry is the problem that you're supposed to fix in this world. Mm -hmm. And so it's just been really cool to find two people who are just as angry about that. Super angry. (laughs) (laughs) And just kind of come alongside and be able to work with both of you 
Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> Just needs one more cup of coffee today. <laughs> You were getting into a really nice compliment there, and then, and then, and then your like... throat just went blah. <laughs> if you could have seen like, that, completely. was spectacular. <laughs> anyway. I'm going to make you make that a gift later and put, oh it, on, my God. put it on our Instagram. <laughs> I don't know how to make gifts. Anyway, yeah, so just being able to work with, with two people who are just as angry about that, I feel like is such a, div- like, such a divine appointment, just being able to... Yeah, I guess, like, work alongside you guys and do this and get, like, into the trenches with moms and with girls and just kind of, like, point people towards, like, the Lord. That's all. Well, I love that. (laughs) Thanks for saying it in a way that that it made sense to me because it's, (laughs) well, it does make you angry. Like, what we're doing does make you angry. Like, I'm angry about it because I lived through it as a female and then I'm angry about it because I'm, as a mom, I'm like, how am I supposed to deal with it? Right. But we're... We're just empowered now, and I think I think what I'm pulling out of Birthday Week is just we're we're doing something that this world needs, and we're committed to doing it. We don't have all the answers, but we're we're freaking doing it. <laughs> Jess, that was a way better answer than my answer. So I need you to start being my speechwriter. This is why I don't. Think do about these lifting things. up the female too. She's so like you're like good job, and just like you know pouring encouragement, support into like what she just said. I love it. Yeah, you guys are so great. Hey, I hope you know that. Hey, thank you. We love Aww. you. So as all the listeners know, and if you're new, you don't know this, but surprise. So we do something at the end of each episode called The Scoop, and it's three rapid-fire questions, and I'm going to ask these of Brent first, and then of Jess, and then I'm going to wrap the episode. So Brent, first question. Obviously, Heroes for Her. That's the name of the podcast. We love heroes. So who was your hero growing up? My hero is probably not a good hero to have, but it is... (laughs) Not female and fictional. My hero growing up for sure was Ferris Bueller. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, mom. (laughs) Important side note, we did name Rooney after Edward Rooney, the principal from that movie. So just enjoy that little tidbit. Aaron is a huge fan of his truancy policy. (laughs) I think the, I think Edward, you know, principal Edward R. Rooney really gets a bad rap though, because the movie really paints him in a bad light because what he's trying to do though is actually to get Ferris to to get into school and to stay into school and stay focused on on his learning. So basically Edward Rooney is me and Ferris Bueller is you. Basically. <laughs> Without the romance. Okay, second question. What is a piece of advice that you've received that has impacted you in a powerful way? Oh, Amy Parker. Ooh, shout out to whatever episode Amy Parker was. If you look back Yay! through the iTunes menu, we interviewed her. She's amazing. And she's our friend and has been with us since day one. And we love her so much. And we got to um, see her a couple weeks ago when we were in Nashville. But Amy just said one time that I'll never forget. She just said I was, I think I was complaining to her uh, about probably. something. Probably. <laughs> sounds like me. And she just said, keep going. And that is like a war cry for us and it's so simple but it's so true and it's the wallpaper on my computer and and this is such a grind and there's so many people that are telling you that you can't do this and there's so many obstacles and owning a business is a nightmare (laughs) (laughs) it is so wonderful it is so wonderful and i am so honored and blessed to be called to do this but it is such a grind and it is so hard and and i get why people don't do this and so (laughs) keep going just keep going and 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 i 
don't even know how many times a day I say that to myself or to, to Aaron, but that is, Amy, such great advice, such great advice. Third question, if you could have a secret superpower, what would it be? This is going to sound lazy, but it's not. My superpower now that would I would want would be to be able to touch a book and instantly gain all the knowledge from that. And my like teenager self would hate <laughs> the fact that I wouldn't be choosing some other superpower right now. Oh, I hate being adult, but um, <laughs> being it's not lazy. I do love reading. I just have ten books piled up next to my bed, and I have ten books piled up next to the computer. And there's so many books that I want to read. And the more that I read, the more I realize I know nothing. And I just would love to be able to consume knowledge like that. That is lazy. That's a good answer. That's the most creative thing I've heard. Okay, so flipping the scoop over to Jess. So first question, who was your hero growing Growing up? up? Mm -hmm. Without a doubt, Nancy Drew. Okay. I think I read every single Nancy Drew. Oh, Nancy book. Drew is my spirit animal. You always say Ferris Bueller's your spirit animal. I think Nancy spirit. Drew is my spirit animal. I love her. I just she's so smart. You know, she like gets stuff done. She just figures it out in the end all the time. And I just want to be as wise as Nancy. Well, you already are. Oh, <laughs> I love you. Second question: best piece of advice you've ever received, or one that's just impacted you in a powerful way. My mentor, probably about like two years ago, I've known him since I was in Young Life when I was in high school. His name's Rob Burke. He's awesome. He told me a long time ago, preach the gospel to yourself every day. And that has just been like, that's the best advice I think I could ever get and give because we just forget all the time. You know, we forget that like we're redeemed and made new, you know, so that's, that's the best advice I've ever gotten. If you could have a secret superpower, what would it be? I love asking this question because we go from like hero, advice, and then this superpower question just comes out of left field, another baseball reference. (laughs) And and it kind of throws people sometimes, but they love answering. So I gave you a little time as I spoke there to think of your answer. So so you know what? You're welcome. It comes from years of teaching. This is also going to sound very lazy, but like, you know, like, what is that girl in X-Men who can like move things with her mind powers poltergeist no it's not that's stephen king <laughs> carrie no that's stephen king wait x-men yes oh. jean right jean, she like moves jean things gray with her. yeah i mean you know when she's oh, like, yeah, when like what's gray. your superpower and she's like i can move things with my mind the phoenix uh-huh yeah because yeah. like sometimes you get really comfortable on the couch and you can't reach your diet coke and that's like- so lazy <laughs> But sometimes it's on the other side of the kitchen and you're like, dang it, I have to get up from my super comfortable spot so to go you, get it. So if you had the superpower of being able to move stuff with your mind, the first thing you go is to pick up your diet coat. Yes. <laughs> interesting. Interesting. Addiction not like, is real. You're, not like, you're not like moving food to countries so you don't have like... <laughs> no, diet nope. coat. Nope, I'm thirsty. <laughs> Where's my diet coat? Shoot. Uh, I just called you out on that. that. Sorry. You did. All right. Well, I love... Oh, go ahead. We want to ask ask you the scoop. You're going to ask me questions? I don't think you've ever answered the scoop. Oh my gosh. Probably not. Okay. Okay. Growing up, who is your childhood hero, Erin? Childhood hero. My dad. My dad is was awesome he he basically learned the game of softball because i showed an interest in it 
And I owe a lot of my dedication and a lot of my work ethic Mm -hmm. and just persistence to him because I watched him teach himself the game by reading. And there wasn't YouTube back then. Like he would read like, like drill books and, and rule books and, and play catch with me every single day. And he just, he showed me, he showed me the kind of parent that I want to be. And how about the best advice that you've ever been given? From my dad. He used to say that people, people say practice makes perfect. Mm -hmm. And he used to say, perfect practice makes perfect Mm, and it's not just about going out and being at practice it's Mm -hmm. about trying to do what you're doing in the absolute best way and the most perfect way that you can do it even though perfection can never be attained that's like that's the bar that you're trying to reach every time you step out to do something and I think that really stuck with me my coach told me that one time Mm -hmm. it's interesting okay if you were gonna have one superpower what would it be one superpower to tolerate your husband. Oh my gosh, I was I, I was gonna say something that like that, and I thought, and God was like, "Don't say that. That's so mean." No, I love my husband. He's the most amazing human being. He's the weirdest and most amazing person. It's probably why I married him. Superpower. I want the ability to remember the things that God wants me to know before my like before mistakes are made in the flesh. <laughs> So if I like, because like even last night, Rooney stayed up for, she got out of her bed 12 times, ladies and gentlemen, she's two and a half. We've, we've established that we don't need to leave our bed in the middle of the night. And she just like forgot about that last night. And I got more and more like angry and impatient as the night went on from like 12 to 3.30. So I think just remembering big picture stuff when things that are happening in the world make the picture very small. If I could like, tap into that power somehow and just remember those bigger things that God wants me to remember. That is what I would, that was, that's the power that I would want. That's a good one. Well, thanks. That is the worst answer ever. <laughs> that is, oh, that's my answer. It's I need that. I am a broken individual. I need all that. And we all do. So anyway, wrapping up the episode, I love you, my human life partner, husband. Get a room. <laughs> And Jess, I love you. Thank you so much for being here. Thanks for helping us celebrate birthday week, everybody who's listening. And what can we say? I promise not to be on another podcast. <laughs> Thanks so much for, for being with us, everybody. And we'll, we'll catch you on the next episode. It's okay to not be okay. This is a safe place. This is a safe place. Thank you for listening to this week's episode. If you enjoyed our conversation, please be sure to rate and review us on iTunes. If you have any questions, thoughts about the episode, or ideas about how we can come together and support our girls, we would absolutely love to hear from you. You can email us at hello at biblebells.com.